Welcome to the Idea Space, a podcast devoted to sharing strategies and tools to help you make your dream life possible. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, a teacher turned entrepreneur. It's my mission to help women grow their businesses and get what they want without feeling guilty, overwhelmed, or confused. If you're tired of your ideas spinning around your mind and you really want something more for yourself, you're in the right place. Learn how to create the space to make your ideas a reality. I promise if I can do this, anyone can. Let's go. Hello, welcome to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, and today we are wrapping up April. And in April, I have been talking about connections and the power of connections. And I'm going to start today by talking about how connections have been amazing for me and also how I've had to manage them. I'm hearing that a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, depleted for lots and lots and lots of reasons. So I wanted to address this issue today. So April is a month that I normally, I love. It's my birthday. It's my son's birthday. We start to come into spring where I live. And at the same time, I tend to have struggles with birthdays because there's there's so many expectations. What's the perfect gift? What's the most special way to celebrate my birthday? What's the most special way to celebrate my son's birthday? And so I am usually heavy with expectations. It's something I really have to manage my mind around. This year, however, we were in quarantine for my 50th birthday and for Jack's 13th birthday. And they were, they're big birthdays, right? And we were supposed to be traveling and doing really special things. I was supposed to be at a resort of my dreams and none of that happened. And so my expectations for the, for the birthdays were really low. But what made them wonderful was that my expectations were low. I didn't have any big dreams. I just really wanted to enjoy the days, my birthday and Jack's birthday. And then what happened was because I was so present and I wasn't worried about presence, right? I just really enjoyed the people who reached out. There were a lot of people who connected with me that day and I was really present for it. And I had honestly the best birthday of my life. I didn't stress out about any of the birthdays. I didn't sabotage anything, which I sometimes do, but it was a really wonderful experience because of the connections. And at the same time, I want to talk about something else that's going on. Last week, I was on a panel discussion with 25 other women. As in a, and as I looked at them, all of their faces on the Zoom call, I could tell you know, they were happy to be there. They were happy to be connecting with other women. And at the same time, they were tapped out. It was a 7.30 in the evening event. And I really, I was talking about communication. And so I was sharing with them, you know, they, you may be feeling overwhelmed by all the personal connections that are happening. And I, I can't help but think of that 90s classic rump shaker, you know, all I want to do is zoom, 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 zoom. And all I do all day long is zoom, zoom, zoom. And I am frankly, a little overdone. I'm exhausted from zooming. Uh, one of the things that's happening is I'm physically tired from sitting so much. My hips are just really getting exhausted and and weak. My brain is tired from looking at my face all day. And my neck, I notice I'm leaning my head forward and my neck is is tired and the back of my shoulders are tired. And I realized 
looking out onto these 25 women that were all a little exhausted, not only from the unknown of what's happening and from the, the caring and feeding of the people that we live with, but also the connecting as wonderful and necessary as it is, sometimes we're doing too much. So the irony is all month I've been asking my clients and my audience to connect and reach out and send emails and give reviews and do things to connect. And this is an and, not a but. We also have to ask, when is it not serving me anymore? And so if you're suffering from what I'm calling personal communication fatigue, I want you to really check in with yourself. Are you feeling like, oh my God, I just can't do one more call. I can't do one more family game night on Zoom. I can't do you know, one more thing. You are probably in personal communication fatigue. And if you're suffering from it, I'd like to just say permission granted to do a few things that will help you. I've got three things today that'll help you reduce the overwhelm from overconnecting. The first thing I really want you to do, because it makes a big difference, is to filter your feed. I mean, geez, let's just tamp down the noise. And the noise, I'm not even talking about like political noise or people who are ranting noise. I'm not talking about like the negative stuff, because you've probably already cut that out of your life. My the noise I want you to think about is the the internal noise in your head. So when you get onto the socials, Do you have a friend who's like crushing quarantine and you're just judging yourself for it? Or you've got that friend who's like Pinteresting the apocalypse and she's, you know, doing everything so perfectly and still her life somehow looks like a highlight reel. I'm sure that on your feed somewhere you are seeing somebody who's causing you to compare and despair. And that's either judging yourself and you're probably judging that other person too or you, you're like pissed who's the, at the toxic frenemy that's still on your list. And so the first thing is filter your feed and it's time to unfriend, hide, or simply snooze that person because it's not good for your mental health to judge your friends or your frenemies or yourself. So first thing to do to help you reduce this personal communication fatigue is filter. And it takes a little bit of time, but I promise you it's really worthwhile. The second thing I want you to think about is how to say no thanks, because right now I'm sure you're getting all the requests for connections because right, you're just sitting home. You're obviously not doing anything. You have all the time in the world. Well, I don't know who those people are, but I know most people don't have much extra time right now and they're pretty exhausted. So when you get the request for a virtual coffee and an online meeting and a visioning meeting and a game night and a social distancing dinner with friends all in the same day, you're supposed to say yes, because what else are you doing, right? Wrong. I want you to raise your hand and say, I am still busy. I am. I still need time to have some downtime. I st- it's okay to say no. You may be reco- exhausted from all the requests you're getting, and it's okay to say no. And here's how. I, I know that people struggle with how to say no. So here's some ways to say no. First, my favorite. Oh, that sounds like a great idea, but I have put that night aside to work on my writing. Like fill in the blank. I've put that time aside to do X, Y, and Z. I've carved out time to clean out my closets. I've carved out time to paint my front door. Whatever it is, 
you don't have to capitulate what you want to do because somebody else has entered your life and made a request of you. Two, oh, that's good for you. Sounds fun. Enjoy it. I would love to join another time, but I'm tapped out energy wise right now. There's nothing weak about that. That's just really being honest and saying, I don't have the energy for it. And I'd kind of be junk if you wanted, if I were to be there. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a pass this time. My favorite third one is, oh, please try me again next time. My eyes are so exhausted from all the screen time I have during the day. So I'm going to take a break tonight. Like really like just honest. There's, you're, you're not saying that doesn't sound fun. You're just saying like, I don't have the space for it. I don't have the energy for it. I don't have the physical ability to do it right now. Thank you for thinking of me. I'm honored, but I'm just not available at that time. You don't even have to give a reason. Did you hear that? The person said, thank you for thinking of me. I'm honored, but I'm not available at that time. And that's it, right? There's, of course, one of my favorites. Oh, no, but thank you for asking. And then simply no, which I've heard is a complete sentence, but I have yet to hear anyone but my 13-year-old son use it well and without apology. So permission granted to start saying no, and some of the tricks about saying no are to start with some low-hanging fruit. Start with some really low-risk things that don't matter whether you're there or not. You know, you don't maybe want to start by saying no to your boss, but maybe you want to start by saying no to somebody who, you know, is is kind of low on the on the totem pole for you, okay? And number 3. This seems really silly, but I promise you Covering your face on a Zoom call can be very freeing for you. Here's the thing. I'm a pretty confident person. And even for the most confident people among us, it is downright exhausting to look at one's face all day long. When I'm normally online with my clients or doing lives or doing interviews or whatever. So this like being on Zoom isn't new to me. And so I have used this strategy for a long time. I cover my face because an entire day of looking at my face it's just a little draining. So here's how I do it. I put the Zoom call on gallery mode and then I move my browser over so that I can only see like my client's face. But there's another thing that you can do on Zoom, which is to hide self view and it lets everybody else see you, but you just don't see yourself. And sometimes when I'm on like a big call and I really can't hide my face, or I'm on a FaceTime call on my phone, I take a small sticky note and I just put it over my face. So I can still see everybody else, but I can't see myself. And I know this might sound bizarre, but this isn't about like, I hate to look at my face. This is, it's mentally exhausting to look at my face all day because all I'm doing is like looking at how I look when I say something and I'm silently judging myself and I'm assessing myself all the time. And we just do it naturally. Like we're drawn to look at our own faces, even if we feel highly confident and strong on video. So that is what I really want you to give yourself permission to do. Because I want you to know the, the exhaustion that you're feeling is real. And if you're not giving your time, yourself time to recharge for it, you're not going to be able to work on your business. So whether it's a Facebook Live or a FaceTime call or a Zoom meeting or some other electronic way for us all to be together, we're exhausted because there's a veil between us. We're highly aware that even though we're together, we're really not together. And it's taking a toll on us. 
And there's other things too that are taking a toll. Like sometimes people have a weird Zoom background or you're assessing like what's going on in their home or what their home looks like. There's a pet that walks across the, the desk or children come in and request snacks. There's, there's just all kinds of things that are making us overloaded when we're on these electronic calls. So please be choosy about who you're spending time with online during this time, especially if you're feeling taxed because you're, yes, you're still running a business or you have your job, you're working all day. And also you have to remember to feed yourself and maybe feed some people who live with you. Look at your schedule over the next couple of days and ask yourself, what can I bow out of? Like what's just not going to serve you at all, right? Or what could just simply be an email? And what could be a phone call? Because I'll tell you, if you can move your body and walk the dog or go for a walk by yourself, or even just stand up and walk around your house while you're on a phone call and you don't have to be on a video call, it makes a big difference to your energy. So permission granted to change whatever you need to change. And I promise you, the other person, if they if they are unhappy about doing a phone call versus a Zoom call, that's on them. But most people will be very happy to initiate whatever change you need. So if you are feeling this exhaustion, this per, this personal communication exhaustion, I want you to take some time and think about how to filter your feed, how to say no thanks, and how to just stop with the visual overstimulation on these Zoom and other calls with the using you know, Zoom-like software. It's really important for you to harness your energy right now. And I'd love to hear how you've done that. So if you go to jenliddy.com, you can get in contact with me anytime. And I'd love to hear whether this is resonating for you, or you can leave a comment on my podcast, or you can leave a review. But I would really love to know if this is something that you're struggling with and if these strategies will help you. Next month, we're moving into May and let's hope everything is starting to move forward and I will look forward to seeing you in May. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the Idea Space in your podcast app and tell that friend of yours who needs some help getting where she wants to go I'd be so appreciative if you left a review because then we can help more women create the space for their ideas too. Go to jenliddy.com forward slash free to grab the many free resources there to help you move forward. And I will see you next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.